Welcome to Shoot the Breeze with Alexandre Marie. Please be sure to follow me on Instagram at Alexandre Marie underscore talks. Shoot the Breeze with Alexandre Marie is a podcast where we will discuss everyday topics that are affecting the Black community from mental health, education, sexuality, spectrum disorder, the Black dollar, the Black culture, Black businesses, Black relationships, and more. This is Shoot the Breeze with Alexandre Marie. And remember, what consumes your mind controls your life. everyone I just wanted to jump on here really quickly and speak about co-parenting so thank you for tuning in to shoot the breeze with Alexandria Marie and I am your host Alexandria Marie so I had a listener um, message me and she just wanted to know how to go about you know co-parenting and she's like I've read blogs and this and that and she basically said they all seem like fake advice nothing would really work and she's heard my podcast and she's heard how I've um you know I've talked about my son's father here and there and I I told her I don't know I don't know if I'm the right person to make um to to make an episode on this now um Speaking from, you know, again, I'm not a family therapist. You know, when you go into therapy, whether it's social work, psychology, um, anything like that, behavioral therapy or whatever, you do take courses. And the courses are, you know, they're pretty much the same. Um, but you do have your your co- your courses for your focus work. So, yes, I have taken some family um marriage uh therapy courses I've taken some sexuality courses I've of course taken an abundance of personality courses and so on and so forth so and being someone that is going through co-parenting right now I could only give my personal experience and let me tell you ladies and gents it is difficult okay it is not for the easy hearted at all. And um, with my, with, I'm just a loss for words because with my son's father and myself, we're not even at a point where I can say it's good. We're just at the point where it it is what it is. It's cordial, you know, we're not at each other's necks anymore. We're not, you know, going through the courts and things like that for right now. But um she did want to know how how I deal with if my son asks for his father, how do I deal with that? And What I want to say is, first and foremost, don't get upset. You know, 
um, your child has the right to miss their other parent. Don't get upset. I've suggested to my son's father, like if um, he does ask for me, you know, call me if you want and just I'll speak to him for a little bit. Has that happened? No. Um, but he has said, you know, I know when he misses you, when he asks for you. And his schedule is so sporadic. When my son asks for him, I don't, I can't call him or anything like that. Half the time he's not, you know, with his father. He's with his grandmother anyway. Um, but that's, that's the first thing I would say is don't get upset. Your child has the right to miss their other parent. And I know you're you're probably thinking, well, what's over there that they miss so, so much? And you, you want to know what's over there. You want to know what they're doing. Um, so maybe you can one-up them in one way, shape, or form. But honestly, kids really, kids are, they're, they're kids, you know. And it could just be, I miss my mom. I miss my dad. Or yes, when I'm at mom's house, you know, mom, like with my son, when he's here with me and I'm off or I come home, we read books, we paint, we color, we play with chalk. There's so many mind games here. I'll sit and watch, you know, Coco Melon with him or it's a YouTube channel, or I'll watch Pocoyo with him, or Paw Patrol, we'll ride his bike, or we'll sing, we'll dance, um, we'll do phonics exercises, um, where he has to give me a word for a letter, um, or we'll build robots, castles, or, um, I'll read him his quantum you know, physics book. Like, I buy him tons of books, so he loves to read. And, you know, I try to make it fun. I try to make it really fun. But he does get his timeouts, and he does get that stern, don't do this. He does have to pick up his toys. So pay attention to when your child is asking for the other parent because it could be as simple as how he's or she is disciplined in the other home you know in the other home it might be a little bit more easy easy going um the timeouts could be shorter you know in the other home maybe there's spankings or whatnot in my home there is there isn't and I've had a conversation with this father like that's something that I'm not for and disciplinary should be, um, it should be equal, you know. And if one parent doesn't want to discipline their child in that fashion, then, you know, and if you don't agree, then, you know, you should go to court and I guess have the courts figure it out. Because, yes, the courts can put many things in um, that court order. And disciplinary can be one of them. Um but at the end of the day, it could be as that. It could be as simple as that. I mean, that they miss their they miss their mom. They miss their dad. That's it, you know. Um, or 
I don't have to do this much when I'm with mom or when I'm with dad, it's a little bit more fun. Or when I'm with dad, we build for hours. And when I'm with mom, we paint for hours. You know, it could be just that. They miss the activities they're doing with the other parent. Please try to have empathy for your child's emotions and view everything from their perspective. I went through this before with, you know, my daughter um, with my daughter, you know, my, my kids, they, they don't have the same dad. If you don't know, they're 13 years apart. With my daughter, her father would come in and out of her life and um, make promises he wouldn't keep. And, you know, at a certain age, children are, are going to really be eyes wide open to the world. What I mean by that is TV, other family members, even friends at the park, whatever. They're going to see families. They're going to see a mom. They're going to see a dad. Or they're going to assume that's the mom, that's the dad, and that's the children. Right? And then even with step-parents, they know, well, you're not my mom or you're not my dad. But... You know, a child does not know from an instant that man and that woman are not married or together and that's not their child or that is their child. They don't know. All they see is a man and a woman and a child and they figure that's the mom, that's the dad, and that's the kid. Why can't I have that with my mom and my dad? You know, and it's crazy. I haven't told my my son's father this, but my son's already... He's very observant and he's already, he's already asking, right? He's already having statements. Um, I'll read him a book and he'll say things like, well, can daddy, where's daddy? Daddy read too? And I'm like, no, today mommy will read to you and, you know, Daddy will read to you in two or three days. Or daddy will... And if it is three days, I'll I'll say daddy will read to you when you see daddy. Then, you know, it's the same question because kids don't... Kids his age, he's about to be three. They don't understand time. So, you know, and he'll see a man and a woman kiss with the child. Like, even if it's on the cheek... He'll, he'll grab my cheek, he'll say, mommy kiss Nasir, and Nasir kiss mommy, and, you know, daddy kiss Nasir, and um, Nasir kiss daddy, and then he'll say, mommy kiss daddy? I'm like, no, 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 no. And I have to explain to him, like, I kiss you, your sister kisses you, you kiss me, you kiss your sister, and daddy kisses you, and you kiss daddy, and grandma kiss you, and you know, so on and so forth. Like, it's a constant battle where, you know, you can't be upset, especially with their age. And my, um, the, the listener that emailed me, I think her, her, her kids are about three and five. And, I told her with the five-year-old how um, my daughter, it took a while to have things 
wrapped around her head and again the fa- her father coming in and out and things like that and I had to cut that I'm like you either stay or you don't you know she became very very aggressive in school she would get suspended um she would get in a lot of fights she, she it was an emotional roller coaster for her and I had to make hard choices to, you know, give my daughter the stability that I know wholeheartedly that is what she needed. And this is why now, you know, she is a marvelous, successful honor student, you know, entering her junior year come September. We have to make those hard choices as parents. I know they're very, very difficult, but we need to make them. Um, and with empathy, you have to keep your composure. Your child will ask for the other parent maybe like 20 times and it could be straight and you can't get upset because the same thing your child is doing here with you, um, imagine they're doing the same thing over there. You know, when my son gets dropped off, you know, by his grandmother sometimes his grandmother will say you see I told you I told you um mommy's here I told you you're gonna go to mommy I told you you're gonna go to mommy and you know she'll say he just kept saying mommy 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 or before she even gets him out of the car she you know he'll see my car I'm like mommy 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 you know so hold your composure okay because your child and your children are going to feed off of your anxiety. They're going to feed off of your anger. They're going to feed off of your love. They're going to feed off of everything. You know, and a child as young as three months old feeds off of their parents' emotions. So if you are, you know, battling postpartum depression or anxiety or anything like that, your infant can feed off of that. So you want to hold your composure as well as stand your ground peacefully. So this comes with disciplinary actions, right? You know, um, let's say at your house, your son's area is a total mess. It's completely chaos and chaotic. It would take him maybe 30 minutes, you know, to clean up right um your son or daughter um at your house you he takes that 30 minutes to clean up maybe at your partner's house or your ex-partner's house rather um they help him clean up and then that is less time what would have taken 30 minutes with you maybe takes less than 10 minutes with them because they understand or that's just how they choose to discipline. But in all actuality, you should understand like, yes, your child did all of this, but is going to need some help cleaning up. So you you make them clean up, but you know, you help them as well. But again, I'm not telling people how to parent. I'm just saying one home does that and another home that I know in my home when his room is chaotic um 
I make him pick up all the big things that I know he can quickly pick up, but he has tons of puzzles and those I I tend to do. Um, and then, you know, we do the cleanup song and things like that, but I initially have him start cleaning up before I help him clean up. Um, and try to talk to the other parent. This is something I, I listen, with, with my son, father it took a long time for us to get to the point of us talking to each other and I made that that initial step because there were people talking for us and relaying messages and messages weren't getting there quick enough and I was like listen look we need to be able to converse with one another you know, um, because I'm not going to relay messages. Things get lost in translation and I'm over that. So it initially started with emails and then something happened where I needed to get to him and I could not get to him. I think he needed to pick up my son or, or was a drop off or something like that. And, um, wasn't getting through the emails, wasn't getting through the text messages, and I called twice. So during that drop-off, I said, listen, you're going to need to, like, unblock my number or one of my numbers. So I, two num- I have two numbers. You're going to need to unblock one of the numbers or actually, you know, respond to a text. Because next time, I think it was a drop-off, yes. Because next time, I'm not going to wait. I'm going to go home, and you're going to have to come pick him up from my home. Or from, like, the police station near my home or something like that. Um, so I would definitely say talk to the other parent. And if you're someone like me that likes to keep records of everything, um, I don't know how the relationship is between you and your ex, but text messages and emails are always great. You know, you could always pull them up and say, well, you said this, this, and that. Um, There's, if you want, you know, put the phone conversation on speaker, record it. I don't know. I don't know how volatile things were between you and your ex-partner. And this is directly to the listener. And to anyone that's listening, you know, depending on how volatile things were, you definitely want to keep records of things. And... Not everything can have a record, but you definitely want to try to keep records of things. Um, What I would say and employ, and what I I personally want to employ, um, but I haven't gotten to that point with my ex, um, simply because I don't think we're there yet. I do hope one day to be there. Um, I would say have... Uh, a date you know like a family date like family time you know um, where it could be every other month or once a month you know 
It doesn't have to be a standing like every Saturday. You know, it could be like, hey, what's your schedule for the month or what's your schedule for the week? Can we do the dinner this week? Can we do the movie this week? Or can we, you know, now it's hot outside, you know, and not many places you can go. Zoos and aquariums are open, but it's with like scheduling and you got to buy a ticket in advance. And depending on how your work schedule is, you may not be able to do that. So utilize the park, utilize the park. And your child deserves that, okay? Your child deserves that in so many ways, shapes, or form to have the ability to um, be around both parents and see them civil, okay? Because you and your partner together is very reinforcing and reassuring to your child or children. Doing things together is reinforcing and reassuring to your um, children. And I'm not asking, oh, have it be every Saturday or every other Sunday or everything like that. But once in a while, once in a while, maybe have one or two hours where you guys can come together and be a family because no matter what, step-parents, step-children or not, you and your ex-partner and your children or child will always be a family unit. You're going to be a family unit for your child, for your children, and your child will benefit so much from seeing that positive energy, that positive vibe that is coming from the people that had created them. And that time, that energy, that focus should only be directed to your children. It should not be a time to bicker. It should not be a time of negotiation. It's not an argument session. It's not a time where you want to discuss what happened in your relationship, this or that. No. Once that begins to happen, whoever has that child that day per custody agreement needs to say, okay, maybe we can do this next month and continue to do that. Until that party understands, this is not about you. This is not about you, me, or what was us. This is about our child. Our child needs to see us civil, cordial, and having positive energy towards one another. Our child needs to understand that no matter what is going on between us, they are always going to be number one. They're always going to precede anything and everything that's going on between us. And then if you have if you have a, a, a solid relationship with someone else, a partner, and then it can reach to that level where you want to involve the stepchildren or the step a mom or dad because that person is also equally in that other child's life. You know, I'm not saying do family vacations, but you all 
all can go to the park here and there. You all can go to like Chuck E. Cheese or the museum or something like that. Um, because all the children need to see that. They don't need to see the fighting and the arguing and all of that. They need to see the love. They need to know that they are loved full stop all around. So um, that's the only thing I have for you guys that I, from my personal experience, um, again, I do wish one day um, my son's father and myself could sit down and have a standing once a month or once every other month where we can get together and sit and just be in awe for our son. Um, but it all takes time. We went from not being able to stand each other like at all. I mean, we we went from just despised and wanting to be nowhere near one another. Like, we couldn't even look at each other. Right? That's how bad things were. To... We can text, we can call each other um, and talk about our son. We've met up for doctor's visits. We've coordinate for doctor's visits and things like that. So all I can say is it takes time. It definitely takes time. It does not happen overnight. You got to understand, um, this is someone that at one point maybe you did care for. There's many of us that have children with people that we didn't really care for. Um, but believe me, it was ugly. The, the, the court situation was horrendous. And that's something I personally cannot forgive him for because um that's always going to be there and it's always going to follow my son around and something that my son could easily look up and there's just things that were put in that those motions those court motions that I I could not ever you know forgive him for and believe me you guys I could have put some damning things but we're not the same people. We don't, you know, breathe the same breath. We're not the same kind of energy. Um, but that energy, it's it's displaced somewhere else. And it's all about my son right now. And though I may not have the ability to forgive him for certain things, I will not ever, ever take that energy onto my son so that my son can have that energy towards his father. And I would hope it's reciprocated. I would hope, you know, that's the only thing I can is hope, right? But I hope um, that I helped a little bit to the listener. Um, and I, I hope I helped a little bit 
um, to anyone else that's dealing with that, again, it is hard. And it's going to continue to be hard. And, you know, you have 18 years. You're always going to be a family, yes. You're always going to need to make decisions, yes. But realistically, 18 years. And if they decide to go to college, well, you got a little bit more than 18 years. But as time goes on, wounds should heal. And um, things will get better. Just if they're asking for the other parent, just let them talk to the other parent. You know, Um, even if it's for like 20 seconds. And if they're ask if they're with you for like three, four, five days, however it is, and they are they ask for the other parent, you know, you don't have to give them the other parent every time they ask. But if the duration is a long period of time, then you know, it's just a two minute call. Trust me. They're gonna they're gonna be bored. And if the child is a little older, you can obviously older or not, you can put you can you know, put the call on speaker, let the child know and make sure they understand that this is your time. So you're giving them that opportunity to talk to the other parent, but this is really your time. Have have it on speaker because yes, children play parents against each other. So yes, that's another thing I forgot to say. Don't allow your child to play you guys against each other this is why talking to your ex is very very important this is why being on the same page is very very important because if you guys don't talk and you're not on the same page your child will grow up to understand that they can play you against each other which will cause more friction more arguments more back and forth to the courts and nobody wants that okay No one wants to go to court back and forth for frivolous nonsense. Just think of the child or the children. That is the only thing you need to think about is the children. Everything else comes after. Because when you go to court, that's what the judge are going to do. They're not going to care about you, your partner. They're not going to care if you recently got married and have more kids. They're not going to care if you have to take care of those other children. You know, they have guidelines and they plug in those guidelines. And it's what's in the best interest for your child. So if you can't figure that out amongst you two, then yes, maybe you do need a third party to do so. But believe me, you, that third party is going to just go against a grid. They're not going to care about your schedule, their schedule, whatever. The grid is there. You work it out amongst the grid. And take it from someone that is dealing with the grid, and I know how... It's causing anxiety for my son, even though my son's father doesn't want to believe that. Going with the grid, it doesn't work. You know, and you never, 
know how your child is going to take change. So, if you want to stay out of the courts, talk. Talk until you can't talk anymore with your ex. And if they have a partner and their partner is threatened by how much you guys talk to one another about your child, then, you know, that's you can do one or two things. You can include that person because that person, again, is probably around your child just as much as your ex and you are. Or you can just tell your ex to tell their partners that, look, this has to get done and you need to, you know, you need to sit and have this conversation and they need to get over it. You can have a schedule. Hey, every Saturday, let's touch base at 12 o'clock, 12 to 1230. Let's touch base. Anything new happened? Anything happened in school? Anything happened? How was the appointment? This and that. So that you're not constantly texting back and forth and emailing back and forth. Maybe that will help the relationship with your ex and their current partner. You can do that. But, you know, if you're if that partner is still insecure, that standing still, you know, time can still feel threatening. I don't, you know, but again, you can't think of anyone else's emotions when it's dealing with your child and what's best for your child. You can try as hard as possible to accommodate but have that person understand and put themselves in your shoes. So um, remember to breathe. <laughs> remember to breathe. Have empathy for your child and their emotions and keep your composure Okay, stand your ground peacefully because, again, like I said, it could honestly be that they just miss their parent or they just miss an activity that they do with their parent. And it is okay. It is okay. Be happy that they're asking for their other parent and don't make them feel like they cannot. Okay? And lastly, I cannot stress this enough. Talk, 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 talk until you can't talk anymore because that's only going to make your lives easier. And by what I mean, I don't mean talk every single day. I don't mean text, email every single day. Like I said, you can have a standing every Saturday, every Sunday or every Monday or, or whatever the case is. But at the end of the day, you guys need to be able to communicate and converse about your child or children. As always, thank you so much for tuning in to Shoot the Breeze with Alexandria Marie. I am your host, Alexandria Marie. And just remember, you are who you ought to think you ought to be. Stay blessed.